Hello and a warm welcome to the EMG Gold Podcast. I'm Mark Koskela, Head of Marketing here at EMG Health, and for this episode we'll be looking back over the past month in the pharmaceutical industry, from developments in vaccines for young people to further support for research into mRNA technology, our content and editorial executive Isabel O'Brien is here to bring you all the highlights from the past four weeks. Hi Isabel, how are you doing today? Hi Mark, yeah I'm doing really well, excited to be on to share the latest news today. Brilliant, well I'll let you uh, take it from here. So starting first with COVID-19 news and vaccine developments, Pfizer and BioNTech have reported that their COVID-19 vaccine is safe for use on children aged 5 to 11 and produces a strong antibody response within this demographic. These are the first companies to release data regarding children of this age, and they will subsequently be applying for emergency use authorization in the US and Europe soon. Pfizer have also stated that they expect to release data for children aged 2 to 5, as well as children from 6 months to 2 years in the final quarter of 2021. Along the same theme of vaccine developments, a study released at the European Society for Medical Oncology, otherwise known as ESMO's 2021 Virtual Congress, found that vaccines are effective and safe for cancer patients, although an additional booster dose may add an extra benefit in protection. The data showed that the Pfizer-BioNTech mRNA jab specifically was almost as effective and safe in cancer patients as compared to the actual general population. The efficacy was nearly 90% in patients aged 12 and older. Moving on now to mergers and acquisitions, Paris-based Sanofi is set to acquire US biotech company Cadmon in a $1.9 billion deal. This unexpected deal gives Sanofi access to the prescription drug Rizucarock, which acquired FDA approval in July to treat chronic graft-versus-host disease. This acquisition is set to strengthen Sanofi's existing portfolio of transplant medications, including drugs mesobil and thymoglobulin. This buyout adds yet another company to Sanofi's growing list of acquisitions following its purchase of Kaimab and Tidal Therapeutics. The pharma giant currently also has its sights set on taking over its mRNA COVID-19 vaccine partner Translate Bio in a $3.2 billion deal. Additionally on acquisitions, Perigo, an American-Irish manufacturer of private label over-the-counter pharmaceuticals, is set to acquire consumer self-care company HRA Pharma. With this $2.1 billion buyout, Perigo will acquire HRA's three leading consumer pharmaceuticals in women's health, Vistacare and Scarcare. The buyout is set to finalise in mid-2022. Now moving over to marketing news, Merck's women's health subsidiary, Organon, has debuted its first awareness campaign this month. The launch of Organon promised to listen to and amplify women's voices regarding their health, and its most recent campaign is focusing on specific issues surrounding unplanned pregnancy. The advert references the financial, emotional and societal impacts that can result from unplanned pregnancy – with a voiceover stating that for many women, a positive pregnancy test means an uncertain future. The goal of the campaign is to draw stigma away from unexpected pregnancies and to elevate discussion and understanding around this issue. And secondly, on the topic of marketing, one pharma company is seeking to personalise allergy medicine to children. ARS Pharma is awaiting approval from the FDA to produce Nephi, the friendly future face of adrenaline. The nasal spray is set to turn a new leaf on traditional adrenaline auto-injector marketing, which has in the past been predominantly fear-based, 
with hard-to-watch adverts showing a child's descent into anaphylaxis from a peanut allergy, for example. Nephi would also be the first available nasally dispensed adrenaline product, as opposed to the current auto-injector models, such as the widely available EpiPen. Now on to research and development news. Amgen's new drug, tisopalumab, has been found to be effective in treating severe asthma with comorbid nasal polyps. The data release shows that patients with severe asthma and comorbid nasal polyps experienced reduced exacerbations and improved lung function. In its Navigator Phase 3 trial, the drug achieved a reduction of 86% in exacerbations and achieved a clinically relevant improvement in nasal polyp symptoms in week 52 of the trial. Moving on now to AstraZeneca, who is set to financially support research using Vax Equity's RNA platform in a bid to become more heavily involved with RNA technology. Vax Equity, a company created by research at Imperial College London, seeks to develop drugs and vaccines using SA, RNA or self-amplifying RNA, which can express proteins for longer and could therefore be delivered in lower concentrations than current mRNA technologies. And finally, in research and development news, the FDA has approved Cjin and Genmab's antibody drug conduit, abbreviated to ADC, called Tivdac. Tivdac will be used to treat women with advanced stages of cervical cancer. The drug can be used for recurrent or metastatic cervical cancer during or after chemotherapy. The treatment is made from Genmab's human monoclonal antibody and Cjin's ADC technology. The FDA's approval is based on results that TIFDAT received in its Phase 2 trial, where it was evaluated as a second or third-line treatment in 101 women with cervical cancer. And that's it for this month. Back to you, Mark, to round up the podcast. Thank you, Isabel, for summing up September's news. Coming up in October, I'm delighted to share we're going to have a range of special guests, including Claire Haig, a Senior Director for Haematology Market Access from Janssen, Massimiliano Siciliano, Digital Solution Director Europe at Novartis Oncology, as well as two special guests from Takeda discussing combination treatments. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of these insightful interviews in October. And in the meantime, you can always check out the brilliant articles, interviews and more available in Gold Magazine at www.emg-gold.com. So take care and see you next week on the EMG Gold podcast.